with the understanding that this is one of the longest Hakdamas in history. Um, I said, I mentioned that at the end of last week there's going to be one last installment, not inside, but what I wanted to say outside, because of the importance of making sure we have this side which is going to travel with us and Mitzvah Shem throughout the Sefer, and throughout all that we're learning about Shabbos. The side of Raza the Shabbos, Raza the Echad, of the Inyan of Yichud, that is the underlying current through every tefillah of Shabbos, through every minute of Shabbos, through every din of Shabbos, every thought of Shabbos is Raza the Echad. <coughs> And I wanted, before Yantiv, to show, to discuss the this Indian of Raza the Shabbos, of Raza the Echad, in the context of Kedusha's Purim and Zechiris Amalek, and Mechias Amalek, Since the Zaman is Goyrem to talk about this, and it would be silly not to begin with this. And we're going to learn a very big Yisaid in the Mizgaris of Purim, but it's Yisaid of really Kaltar Kula, Ubefrat, Kedusha Shabbos. At the end last week, when we were talking about the two Hanhagis, those over here remember, we were talking about the Das Tunis and the Ramchal, and the two Hanhagis of how Hashem's Baruch guides the world. The Hanhagis HaMishpat, the way of Mishpat, which means Bechir Chavshis. Man appears to be almost unlimited in his choices. Kidyachal Hashem made the world in such a way where he was Kidyachal Meshabed himself to our Avoida, to our Tfilis, to those choices that we make. Mida Keneged Mida, measure for measure, Schava Einish, reward and punishment. Ad Kedekach, the Chazal, say that the Jewish people have the ability to somehow increase the Koach the strength above Kirimashpia, all kinds of Ashpos, Toivas, as a result of the choices that we make, as a result of our Tfilas, and our Avaidah, and so on. In that world of Anhagas Hamishpat, which is Yosef HaTzadik, which is Mashiach ben Yosef, everything is according to the Seder of right and wrong, of Toiv and Ra, of if we're good boys and girls and we follow the halacha and we live according to that mishpat, that mishpat Hashem made in such a way that if we plug into that, then He is, then He allows the Shechina Kadaisha to shower us with brachas and taivas and so on. But there's also an hagas hayichud. In Hanhagas Hayichud, we learned, the Ramchal explains, in Hanhagas Hayichud, 
which is the opinion of Mashiach ben David, of Layimenu, Yehuda. In that world of Yichud, of Mashiach ben David, of Yehuda, of Layimenu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Poyal Laman Shemai, Lamani Lamani Eze, the ultimate tachlis and goal of creation will be carried out regardless of the choices that we make. And therefore Hashem interrupts the program from time to time to keep things on course, moving towards that yichud, moving, moving towards that his galus of Kreit in that world of Mashiach ben David, of Yehuda, of Leah, there are things that happen that don't seem to be according to the mishpat of halacha, according to the mishpat of reason, of logic. All of that is blown apart and is shattered in light of the yichud of Hashem that must be. Lamani, lamani, asa. So that everything will keep on, the wheels will keep on turning to bring to that day of Hashem Echad. Of Hashem Echad. The Ramchal taught us that that gives us great Nechama. That from that we have tremendous Chizik and Nechama. To know that, to know that Lamrot HaKol, despite everything, And despite our own personal setbacks and difficulties, the world is moving forward, and we'll come to that, and we'll come to that gilui of kvayt shemayim. And if we have to be forced to do shuvah, that that's what we'll be. To be in that, to be in that place of, of, a king, whose xerus are worse than Haman, which we've seen over time, especially at the end of time. So here, in, in this, at this point, is where Amalek stands. And we have to understand this because it's going to, by the time we finish this next, these next few minutes, a whole way of thinking about davening, of living, The war that Hashem has with Amalek from generation to generation means that, as the Zoya says, that Amalek is conducting a war with the Sitra Desata, with the Jewish people in this world, down below, and with the Sitra Dela'ela, and with Kivyochel, with the Bari'olam himself, above. In the Svarim, that means that Amalek is fighting against both of these Hanhagas. Amalek is fighting against the Hanhaga, the Hanhagas Hamishpat. The Hanhagas Hamishpat is led by the Jewish people. The Am Hanivcha, the chosen people, were chosen because of their ability to make correct choices, to use the Karech HaBechira, we alone were given the Torah with the mishpat of how to live. And we have to lead the world in that respect. 
Amalek is a Amalek is misnagid. Amalek can't bear the existence of of the Hanagas Amishpat that is led by the Jewish people. Kivyachal, the war that Amalek has with Hashem, is the war against the revelation of the Hanagas Ayichut. That the, that the world should never ever come to Mashiach, that the world should never ever be Megala Hashem Echad. Now, we're going to talk about that Ba'aymik. I just introduced it last Erev Shabbos. Now we have to talk about this Ba'aymik. The war against both Anhagis. First of all, Amalek is against the Avod of the Jewish people, which we learned is the avod of Tnu Oizl Elokim. That means that through our avodah, we can somehow empower Hashem. Hashem made the world in such a way. Not God, but not talking about Hashem in His essence. But the Shechina. And Amalek is against the whole Hanhagas HaYichud of Lamani, Lamani, Eze, Laman Shemai. Therefore, we understand that in particular, Amalek despised the mitzvah of Mila. The mitzvah of Bismillah. And I mentioned at the end last week that they took the foreskins, the arlis, and they were throwing them and making fun and said, here, here God, this is what you've chosen. A bunch of filthy foreskins. That's what you've taken for yourself. What is it that what is it that Amalek has with the mitzvah of Mila? Because the mitzvah of Mila itself contains within it these two Hanhagas in a very clear way. Mitzad Echad, on the one hand, it has been the Bechira of Jews from the beginning. Even Jews are not from. The choice has been made to enter into the bris of Avraham Avinu with great, with great sacrifice. That choice, that Bechira of the parents, Tibi Mekayim, the mitzvah on the eighth day. So on the one hand, the Mitzvah of Mila, as Chazal have told us, more than any other mitzvah in the Torah, the Jewish people have chosen to keep. So the mitzvah of Mila, on the one hand, reveals the koyach of the Jewish people to abide by the Anhogas HaMishpat, with that expression of our own will and choice and desire and to make the decision throughout history to bring a child into the bris at all odds and with great difficulties. On the other hand, there is no other mitzvah that it that reveals in such a way not Bechira, but the idea of Hashem, that which must be. And that's why the child's bris is when he's eight days old. First of all, the child's bris takes place when he has no bechir at all. The child can't make a decision at all. It's the opposite of choice. It's the opposite of Anhagas Hamish, but it's all Yichud. It's Hashem saying, this is what must be. You understand? It's not a matter of what you think or how you feel. The child's bris is when the child can't make any choices. On the eighth day, of course, eight, as the morale always tells us, eight means that which is beyond this world. Eight is always from the world of Yichud, of Hashem Echad. 
The bris is is chayk some that chayk b'sheirai some that's engraved in a Jew regardless of what he wants and he doesn't want. Therefore, we have a remarkable din. The Gemara in the Dharm tells us hanoidim min hamulem also ba'arla Yisrael. That means if a person makes a neder that he's not going to have any benefit from those who are gemalt, those who are circumcised, or bris. If there's a guy who was circumcised, that means nothing. He's allowed to derive benefit. Even if the guy had a circumcision, it means nothing. And even if a Jew was never gemalt, for whatever reason, if he wasn't gemalt because they were anusim or because of health reasons, even if a Jew is not gemalt, the Gemara says, if a person says, I'm not going to derive, I'm not going to derive any benefit, he makes sense, I'm not having anything, any benefit from, from those who are circumcised. It automatically excludes even goyim who have a circumcision, and it can never exclude Jews who are uncircumcised. It's a remarkable, it's a remarkable din. Because a Jew, even though he wasn't circumcised, be'etzim, he's a nimal. We carry out the mindset, like we're learning a little bit with the menorah. We're going to talk about the mitzvah nimal. <coughs> the parents, the parents, the mile, whatever, they take care of that. But even if it's not taken care of, the Gemara in the Dharma is telling us that a Jew be'etzim is a nimal. He's a, he is gemalt. And if it's not mezgal on his flesh right now, the Svarim say that it will be taken care of. Hashem will see to it that it will be taken care of. Because the bris that the Jewish people have with Hashem and the bris of the flesh is from the Hanhagas Hayichud. It must be. It's not a matter of wanting to be gemalt. If a Jew wants to have a bris or doesn't want to have a bris. And even if he's screaming that he doesn't want to have a bris, the parents don't want to give a bris. The child, in the end, will be gemalt. He's part of the bris. And not only that, but if a person makes a neder that he's not having hanor from somebody from from that he's not having from minhamulam, and this child doesn't have a bris, he still has a din of being gemalt, and you're not allowed to derive any benefit from him as he grows up without his mila, because he's still be'etzim gemalt. Because Hashem knows that, and that's higher than any of the choices than any of the choices that parents can make for their children, or for themselves. If Amalek detests, Amalek can't stand the Mitzvah's Mila. Since Amalek is opposed to the Anhagas Amishpat and seeks to destroy the Jewish people, and, the, and that there shouldn't be any avoid, any choices made by Jews, there shouldn't be the Amhanivcha, so that's the sinner for Anhagas HaMishpah. And the sinner for that reality of Hashem Echad, of Hashem's Yidiyah, of Hashem's knowing, we spoke about Shabbos a lot, we're going to get, that's what we're going to go back into, with Hashem's knowing. The Milchama that Amalek has with Hashem, the war, the war against Laman Shemai. That's why Chazal say, that Hashem swore that his name is not complete 
In Hashem Shalom, and the Kisei, and the throne, and Hashem's Kisei, is not complete. As long as Amalek exists. What does that mean? The name of Hashem is not complete means that the yichud, the ultimate Yichud of Mashiach ben David cannot take place as long as there's Amalek, that car of Amalek. The shame. Laman Shmai. Lamani Lamani Eser. The name of Hashem cannot be complete, Kivyachal. Kiyar al Kaiska. The name of Hashem is not complete. Vein Hakisei Shalom. And the throne of Hashem is Baruch. What's the throne of Hashem? The Kisei of Hashem in this, is the Jewish people in this world. Is Anhagis Hamishpat. <coughs> how Hashem guides the world through the Jewish people. That's Ein Hakisei Shalom. That's the world of Bechira, of the Anhagis Hamishpat. So now let's turn to Purim. Because the whole Yontif of Purim could be understood as this as our Mulcham against Amalek. Umordechai Yoda is Kolashanasa. The Pasik says, Umordechai Yoda is Kolashanasa. Mordechai knew everything that had taken place. Vayikra Mordechai is Begodov. And Mordechai tore his clothing. It's a sign, a sign of mourning. And he put on a sackcloth and ashes. And he went out among the Jews in the city. And he screamed and he began to cry bitterly. So Mordechai understood the danger that we were in. The Gezeira that was sealed. And as Rashi says over there, that there was a Haskama in Shemaim. That it was agreed upon in Shemaim that the entire Jewish people should be destroyed. And therefore, Mordechai made the decision based upon what he saw was unfolding and the danger that we were in. And he went out and he screamed and he cried and he tried to awaken us and he did awaken us to do tshuva, to change our ways, to regret what had taken place by the Suda and whatever. But remarkably, on the other hand, we go a little bit further, and Mordechai tells Esther, Mordechai was, of course, trying to convince Esther to get involved. And he told her, that if you don't, and you remain silent, you don't help, then help will come and the Jewish people will be saved without you. The only thing that will happen is you and your, and your family and your father's house will be destroyed, will be lost, what you could have done. But as far as what's going to happen to the Jewish people, in other words, Mordechai was one million percent certain, without any question at all, without any suffix at all, without any amulek at all. Mordechai was one million percent certain that there was going to be a Yeshua. It's a pellet, it's a wonder. 
Here's Mordechai knew one million percent, not the way that we know stuff. Mordechai knew, the Swarmers said Mordechai knew there was going to be a Yantav of Purim. He knew there was going to be Hamantash. So if Mordechai knew one million percent that there was going to be a Yeshua, then why is he going out screaming and crying, Ezaka, Gedoyla, Amara? What's the Pachat? What's the danger? What's the fear? The Chayrer Bitochen, trust in Hashem, and knowing that everything is going to be fine, and the screaming, the crying, the worrying, and the begging the Jewish people to change, L'chaira, it seems that that's a Tati Desasr. The Bitochen and the crying appear to be a Tati Desasr. In L'inyaneinu, there are two drachen, listen carefully, because again, this is a very big aside in all of Avadis Hashem, and it's going to be throughout Shabbos. There are two Drachim in Avaidat Hashem, Be'es Tzara. Whenever there's an Ace Tzara law alayna, an Ace Tzara, whenever a person or the people, our nation or an individual is going through a difficulty. There are two Drachim and there are two Avaidas, Be'es Tzara. Mitzad Echad, a person has to have Bitachim, a person has to trust in a Baruch Hu. Even if it seems that there's a cherev chada, which is monachas at that the sword is being held over your throat, and even if it's, and even if you know yourself that you're worthless, that you're worthless, that you're that you're that you're very poor, impoverished in Torah mitzvahs, and you know yourself how many avarious you've done, nevertheless. A person, a Yid, has to believe that Hashem is a Kal Yachal. There is nothing at all that if Hashem wants, there is nothing at all, not even your Averis, not your miserable situation. There is nothing at all that if Hashem wants will prevent him from moving forward with your Yeshua. Hashem is not meshubed in anhagas ha'yichud, right? In Hashem's knowing, He's not meshubed to whether you you speak lashnar or you don't speak lashnar, to whether you put on a gartel or you don't put on a gartel, to whether you keep Shabbos or you don't keep Shabbos. You're a yid be'etzim. In anhagas ha'yichud, Hashem is not meshubed to the choices that we make and to the mistakes that we make. Therefore, bitochen, trusting in Hashem comes from that awareness. That Yochel Laishia, that no matter how horrible the situation is in Mitzias, desperate, hopeless, no matter how terrible the situation is, and no matter how terrible I am, Ein of Laishia, Laman Shemai, that Hashem, if He wants, if He wants, and if this is part of the divine plan of Yichud, and I have to remain in the world for myself, for my wife, for my children, for my grandchildren, from great great grandchildren that I'll never see, whatever it is. There's nothing that can stop Hashem. Not anything. Not in the physical world, and not in the spiritual world, not in my actions or anybody else's actions that could prevent Hashem from saving me. 
Lamani Lamani Ezra. Yidiyas Hashem. Laman Vrischa Asher Son Viv Sarenu. That awareness, that knowledge of Hashem's knowing of Yidiyas, a Shabbos Dikin knowledge, a Mashiach Ben David Dikin knowledge, a world, the world of Layan, the world of David Melech was where on his level, which we don't understand, mistakes were made. Yehuda on his level, things happened that were strange. Over Chol's eyes, the plan went forward. Hashem bypassed all the choices, all the mistakes to bring to the Yeshua. All of that, knowing that, gives a person bitachin. That's where bitachin comes from. Bitachin, as the Chazni says, even though there's a machlokes with this, bitachin, as the Chazni says, doesn't mean that it's going to have to turn out the way that you like, but it certainly can, because there's anagis ayichud, and to know that it's up to Hashem as well. So bitachin gives us a sense of a certain sense of quiet within the person, of tranquility within the person. Self goes self. Self takadish baruch. That's one that's one maimed of a person or of, a, or of the people the ace sorrow. That's the Inyinifan Hagas Hayichud and Hashem's knowing. Shabbos. Klum Khasab Besamal. Right? That's all we were learning. Person standing, God forbid, in, in concentration camp. In such a thing, in such a matzav. Ain matzal of funnel hishia, klum chasab besamalach, even in that. Van Hagasayukud means that yidia, that Shabbos, that it's going to be fixed, it has to be. Lamani Lamani Asa. On the other hand, even though the person has bitachin, even though Mordechai HaYehudi knows <coughs> that the Jewish people are going to make it somehow, he doesn't know how, but there's going to be a Rebbe Chvatzolim HaKarish Tachorish says, if you're going to be Esther, if you don't want to be part of this, okay, that's your Bechira, that's your choice. And that will affect you personally, perhaps, your Bechiras. But as far as Am Yisrael is concerned, we're going to go on. Some, something's going to happen. So on the one hand, there's Yidir, there's the Anhogas Ha'yichud, there's, the, there's that knowledge of Mordechai, and with that, Mordechai can relax. But on the other hand, the tells Mordechai that Mitzideinu Hashem wants us to do tshuva, and to scream, and to beg, and to cry. That's our avoida. That's our bechira in Anhagas Hamishpat. That's what we have to do. If it's not going to be us, 
it's going to be somebody else, but the plan will move on. <coughs> on the other hand, the fear, the pachet, the screaming, the crying, the fasting, the tshuva, at a time of danger, is the Hanhogas Hamishpat. That's Yesvet Sadiq. That's what we have to do. That's Mashiach ben Yosef. That's Rachel Yimeinu. Rachel Yimeinu is beautiful. Meaning that Rachel Yimeinu's choices are beautiful choices. The world of Ishtadlus. Ishtadlus. Working, making an effort. All of that in Gashmis and Aruchnius is that Hagas HaMishpat. Amalek is disgusted with both of those options. Amolik is misnagate to the world of Bitochen, to Hanhogis Hayichud, and Amolik is misnagate to the Bechira, to the Ishtadlis that Jews make. Let me explain this a little bit more. This, uh, especially those who have been learning Das Atzmacha, but even without, we understand what a Jew is, a guf and a neshama. Listen carefully, because mamish, everything we're going to be learning about Shabbos comes to this. Whatever we've already learned and what we're going to learn. This is the Rosa de Echad. The Rosa de Shabbos, Rosa de Echad, is the Hanhagas HaMishpat and the Yichud of Kutchebrichu and Shechintei. Kutchebrichu is the Yichud, is Hashem, Lomani Lomani. Shechina is how Hashem runs the world, Hanhag is HaMishpat. Hashem Yichud Kutchebrichu Shechinte, Liyach Hashem Yudke Revavke, Yichud Hashem Hashem Kali Yisrael, the Yichud above and the Yichud below, Hashem above and the Jewish people below, Raza the Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Shabbos. The six days of the week, Bechira, Choices, Fear, Hard Work, Shabbos, Yediya, Klum Chalseb, Beis HaMelech, Hanhogis Ha'yichud, Lamani Lamani Eser, Mashiach Ben David. A Yid is made of a Neshama and a Guf. The Neshama understands Yichud Hashem. The Neshama knows. The Neshama is Min Ha'al Yoyinim, comes from above. And the Neshama knows the Neshama knows with absolute certainty that Hashem's will must be done. The Neshama knows. The Neshama is from the world of Yediyah. The Neshama is Menachem The soul of the Jew knows the truth. The soul of the Jew knows that no matter what, the choices of this guf that it's in, no matter what, in the end, this person will have a tikkun. Even if this person decided, the parents decide not to have a bris, this person is Gemal. This person is a Jew. And there's a bris between Hashem and the Jewish people, not because you want it or you don't want it. It's because that's what Hashem has determined in creation. It's not up to you. It's Lamani, Lamani, Es, Laman, Shemari, Biahava. It's not up to you. The Neshama knows that. The Neshama is not from the world of choosing, of making decisions. The Neshama is from that place of knowing. Yediyah. The way it is. The guf is often in Hadama. 
the guf comes from the earth, and therefore the guf that comes from the earth, the body of a Jew, that comes from the earth, earth, is under the hashpah of dimyan, dimyan delusion, imagination, fantasy. All of that comes from the world of guf. There's one of the most unbelievable opening sentences to anything that was ever written. The first sentence in the Igeras Hamusa. Adam Asur Bumuskalo. Listen carefully. It's a it's a sentence for life, but not like they have in jail. A sentence for life to live with, to be free. Adam Asur Bumuskalo, the Chafshi Bidimiano. In English, man, he's talking about a Jew, is imprisoned. Asur, like Matir Asur, not Asur, forbidden. It's also Lashon of Adam Asur Bumuskalo, man is imprisoned by his mind, by what he knows, by his knowledge, by his Nishama. The Chavshi Bidimyainai. But his dimyan, his imagination, his delusions of the goof free him and give him the impression that he can make any choice that he likes. Adam also bemuskalo. I'm going to explain this. The chafshi bedimyainai. Man is locked in the muskalo. But bedimyainis, the goof. Chafshi, free. They call non-religious Jews, it's a crazy thing, call them Chafshin. He's Chafshi. And that's his own. Chafshi. That's not what I said. A Jew is free? It's a dimyan. It's an insanity. It's an insanity. The same insanity that, that anybody might think that he can go uh, to look at a website that he shouldn't be looking at. He feels chafshi. Why? He knows the password to the thing, if he has one, whatever, however that works. Abu Hashem never did it. I never used the computer. He's chafshi to make any choices. The vast international intergalactical webs, he has millions of choices. Chafshi. His chafshiyut, his freedom, is bidimyainai, his sickness. His imagination comes from the guf. The guf is the world of Bechira. The guf tells you, do anything you like. You're free. Have a good time. Go surfing. Do whatever you like. You want to be from today? You want to have a Yerida today? You have a Yerida. Next week you have an Aliyah. Do whatever you like. Rabbi Swell taught that these two worlds of the Nisham and the Guf, of the Seichel and Dimyan, are like two different people. Reuven and Shimon. What the Nishama knows to be the truth, the Nishama knows that you can't touch, God forbid, those websites. The Nishama knows 
that you can't say Lashon Hara. The Neshama knows that you can't think about those things that you want to think about, that your mind is wandering to. The Neshama knows those things. That's like Ruvain. And what Ruvain knows is not Mechaev Shema to do anything. The goof is like another person. The body, which is Bechira, is like another person. And even though the Neshama knows with absolute certainty that this touching of the website, going onto this, is, is suicide, is impossible. Like the mountain that was held over our heads by Hasinai. This is crazy. It can't be. Not that it's, I shouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be so nice if my children will find out that one day God will, will play this back to my relatives. None of that stuff. It's simply impossible. The Neshama knows. The same way that the Jew has a bris on the eighth day. And it's nothing to do with choice. It's the Metzias. And a veir is a fire. Period. Only a crazy person throws himself into a fire. The Neshama knows that. But the fact that the Neshama knows that is not Machai of the Guf at all. The Neshama is Ruvain. The Guf is Shimon. And the Guf doesn't feel... The Guf hears... The neshama is saying, hey, hey, you know, this is not such a tumpli. Something is coming from the neshama. Something is filtered in if there's a little bit of a crack in the goof. If, if the guy, a little bit, something is he's still connected to the truth. But the neshama, the, the goof, the body says, ah, that's a very abstract thing, Olam Haba. Why would the, the soul, I never saw the soul. It's a very abstract thing. I know a lot of people that they go on the internet and they're not bad people that do these things. And, uh, and you know, after all, it's 2011, and uh, my wife doesn't like it. She doesn't have to know. And if she and if she finds out, I'll get another wife. Free choice. And the goof goes around like this without any feeling of hechrich, without feeling muchrach, without feeling compelled to obey God's will. Dan hages hamish, but the guf is chofshi b'dimyonai. That's what Yisrael is saying. The body is feels totally unbound and free. Make any ishtadlis you like. You want to be a good Jew? Be a good Jew. You want to keep Shabbos, keep Shabbos. You don't want to keep Shabbos, don't keep Shabbos. You want to keep Chal Yisrael, keep. You don't want to keep, don't keep. You want to go, you want to go to the movie, go to the movie. You don't want to go, to the, don't go to the movie. Bechira, Bechira, is a dimyon. It's the Anhogis Hamishpat. It's a mechanism that Hashem Mizbarach set up in this world, and it gives that person that shimon, that feeling. I can do whatever I like. Chafshi b'dimyonai. I the Neshama is telling you. Shimon, Reuben is screaming inside to Shimon, Shimon, don't do this. You can't get away with this. You can't do this. Shimon says, I don't know what you I never met you. Who are you? What are you talking about? Guilty conscious. Uh, nothing to, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to have a guilty conscious. And many ways that people drown out and silence the guilty conscience. So here we have such a thing, Rabbi Saul is saying. On the one hand, 
The Nishama knows the truth. Yediya, Shabbos, Mashiach ben David. It has to be. On the other hand, the person is Chavshi ben Nevi'ayna. The body, Hanhagas HaMishpa, Bechira Chavshis, free. What Ruvain knows the truth doesn't, make, doesn't force Shimon to change his behavior. Shimon does what he wants. So how are we supposed to how are we supposed to manage? See so here Rabbi Yisai Hashem Baruch revealed the Indian of Shabbos which is the Rosh Echad is Da'as. Hashem gave a Jew a koach that's called Da'as. Da'as Atzmacha. And Da'as means that Hashem created within each and every one of us <clears throat> that Korach which is Mekasher which forces there to be a relationship creates a relationship between the Neshama and the Guf that means that if a person thinks about something long and hard you think about it, you put your kachis and you think, you think, you think, you're not some kind of a dummy that walks around to 120 clueless. But you're, you're by das. <coughs> das is the kachis of his kashras, that's makasha, the neshama, the guf. And das means that if I think about what Ruvain is saying, if I think about my neshama, if I think about Hashem is if I think about the truth, if I think about Torah, long and hard, it will reach such a point where that truth will penetrate into my goof and I will be in the spoil. My goof will be in the spoil. I'll be shaken up in, in my present existence in the goof to the point like the tzaddikim feel, an elich yidin feel, to the point that I don't have a choice. I know Yom Kippur so much, it means so much to me, that I can't eat on Yom Kippur. And even if you tell a person, you don't, you're not, you're sick, according to Allah, you're allowed to eat. He says, I can't. I can't. I can't eat. I've never ate in my life Yom Kippur. You have to eat. The guy's not even so religious. You have to eat. He says, I can't eat. And whatever it is in that person's life that he can't do against God. What do you mean you can't? You're a free man. You're a free agent. Do whatever you like. You felt that way on the computer. Just last night, you were on a thousand websites. You made a thousand new friends. You have you have Facebook and you have uh, I don't remember the name of the other one. It's a funny name. You have you have all those things. All of a sudden, come see Yom Kippur and you say you can't eat. Nothing stopped you. You pressed a million buttons last night. You had total bechira. You were surfing everywhere you like, you were surfing. And all of a sudden, come see him, Kippur, you say, I can't, I can't. And until the point you have people screaming, I wish I could. I can't. Somehow, that I can't means that the neshama infiltrated into the guf. Well, you've come to a point where you feel, I simply can't go against God. The neshama made it into the guf. A person can bring that upon himself with the koch of Das. That's the Indian of Shabbos. Das atzmacha. 
Ladas Kani Hashem means that a person can be mechazik with his boininess, the koyach of das. Das makes a shidduch between the neshama and the guf, so that the guf, shimon, sees Ruve not as being a separate, strange guy. The neshama, the conscious, as being some separate stranger. Das makes a shidduch, so that the guf hears the neshama speaking in the first person. I can't do this. Not like it says, sometimes he hears it saying, you shouldn't do this. You know, you shouldn't look at that. That's not nice. Yom Kippur, all of a sudden, he doesn't hear, you shouldn't do that. Yom Kippur, he hears, I can't do that. I can't. All of a sudden, it's interesting. From two people, Reuben and Shem, it becomes one. That's the Raza That's the unity. That's the secret of oneness. When Mashiach comes, everything will be like that. There will no longer be two people inside, feeling that feeling of two. There will no longer be a separation between Anhagas HaMishkut and Anhagas HaYichud. It'll be, everything will be echad. It will no longer be on one day for this, and you just hear a little voice saying, you shouldn't, no, you shouldn't do this. And when it comes to Yom Kippur, I can't do this. I can't eat an Yom Kippur. It's a dimyon. It's a delusion. The emes, the emes, the pnimius, Mashiach ben David means, Hashem echad ushmai echad. Lamani, lamani yasa. This is the koyach of Amalek. To keep us from this das is Amalek. And we have to understand this. The Tanya and other tzaddikim say that Amalek is a lotion of Am Malika. Malika means breaking breaking the neck, actually, to separate between what's up here, the Neshama, and the Guf. The Neshama is in the mind. Das. To separate between das, das means Hashem Echad, it means the Neshama, it means the Hanhagis Hayichud, it means that the Neshama knows the truth. The guf, the body means Hanhagis Amishpat, Bechira, Yosef Atzadik, and so on. Bechira, choosing. The six days of the week, Ishtadlis. Am Molag means an Am, the nation of Malika that is trying to always separate, to break. To divide, to make a separation between what my neshama knows to be the truth, the head, cracking, like in the, it's in the passion now, Malika, and the goof, and what my body imagines between what I know in my neshama is the truth, and what my body is telling me, which is my imagination, which is dimyon. In dimyon, a person is a free agent. Amalek, Amalek comes at that place. And Amalek tells you what the Neshama says is not 100%. It's not Davka. You heard, you know, you heard that she yesterday and, and you learned that Sugi and the Sugi says, uh, the Sugi says something, you know, about uh, you know, the sugi, you learn the sugi in ksubis. It looks like in the sugi in ksubis, you learn the gemara. It looks like that a woman's supposed to cover her hair. I mean, that's what it sounds like. It's a mission. It's a gemara. It's a pretty strong thing. The neshama knows that, that that's God's will. But then, the, then Amalek comes and and, and and gets the goof going, and the goof says, you know, there are different opinions about that. As a matter of fact, I knew a rabbi that uh, his wife didn't cover there. 
The Nishama knows the truth. That God's will is that a Jewish woman has to cover the hair. No ifs or buts. Amalek comes and says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't get all fahitzed over what the Nishama is saying, what Reuven's telling you inside. Shimon, take it easy, Shimon. You know, there are other opinions about this. Not so posh it. After all, you know that the rabbi's wife doesn't cover her hair. I'm giving you an example because here there's an Indian of Amalek especially. It's less than it used to be. It comes to taking money and Dini Mominus. A couple of Mignonim sitting in jail in different places, right? So what happens? The Nishama says, what are you touching another person's things? What are you, crazy? Reuven inside says, it's not like the Kotzka says. When it says in Torah, Lysigna, it doesn't mean please don't steal. It means you can't steal. That's the, that's the reality of the Neshama. It's a hechrich. It can't be. So Amalek comes over there, and, and you're thinking a little bit about this. You know, the Das is saying, Ooh, yeah. But then what? But then, then the goof comes, Amalek comes, and that, at that juncture, and Amalek says, oh, You know what? They're all a bunch of guys anyway, you know. America is a big guy. It's a big guy. He never met a Jewish eagle. The president, the president's a Schweizer. The whole America is Goyim. The government is a big guy, right? You know, excuse me, I'm saying it the way, I'm saying the way Amalek talks, not the way we should talk. That's how Amalek talks. Eh. Programs are hidden in a hair. Yeah, you could sign on a paper like this, like that. After all, you gave him a lot more than he deserves. You gave the guy, you fed the animal much more than he deserves. He takes from you this and takes from you that. He's an anti-Semite. And Reuven, the, the Neshama says, you can't do that. You're lying. You're stealing. You can't do that. Adam also from the scholar. The Neshama knows that that must be. It must be mean the truth must be. You can't do that. You live in the base Hamalach. What do you think? It's a Hefkevelt. And the, and the mother comes over there. That you shouldn't think. Das. Take away your Das. Not to make that connection. Not to connect to what the Neshama is saying. And the goof is Chavshi B'dimyan. And, and the goof starts to come up with all kinds of crazy stories. Like these stories, you can, nothing's going to happen to you. You know the government's cracking down? It's cracking down on other people. It's only cracking down on, you know, on big, big time, on Bernie Madoff. Not going after small fries like me. So then the Shaman says, what's the difference? It's not a matter of a human being catching you, even if you never get caught. So ah, be quiet. And then you, you make it, and you make the deal, and you lie. And you get the million dollar house and you're sitting there in the house and every now and then you look around and you have so much nachas you look out the fancy door on the porch and you see a pool and the, and, and what happens? And then the Neshama says, how could you enjoy looking at that pool? How could you even look at that? You're ganav. You're a ganav. You're plain ganav. You enjoy, you can look out there and then the, and then the, the goof, Shimon says, be quiet. Stop hacking me with that. I'm going swimming today. Stop bothering me with that. You're a Ghanav. You're a Ghanav. You brought me into your Ganavis. I know the truth. You touch another human being's money, it's fire. You tamper with other with other people. Don't you start talking about a guy this and a Schwarzer that. You're a Goslin, you're a thief. That's the absolute truth. Think about it. Amalek says, don't think about it. Just go swimming. Don't think about it. Enjoy your pool. 
You worry about this some other time. It could be there's a little something that I did that wasn't right. The jail, they didn't catch you. The government didn't catch you. They didn't catch you. You got away with it. In the world of Dimyon, you're in America, you're That's what they wanted. The from that person. That's what they wanted. Leo's am chavshi baratzeinu. Leo am chavshi to be free. You're not religious. You're chavshi. You're free. That's the koyach of Amalek. Amalek therefore is the ilona de sveika. Amalek means suffix. It's the gematria suffix. Amalek doubt. Doubt means that my my soul knows the truth, but the guf. That's Tanhagas Ayichud. The guf is chavshi b'dimyaynai. And, the, and, and, and then I begin to hear, like, ah, maybe it's not Dafka like that. So maybe I can have this pool, and I can have the million-dollar house. Ah, maybe it's not really Genevas, because I only took from Goyim, I didn't take from Jews. Ah, oh, there were a couple of Jews there. Look, who you wanted, a couple of Jews. It's, uh, yeah, can't be perfect. And a couple of Jews, they're bottled. Uh, 60 Goyim, there's one Jew. <laughs> so the Jew was bottled. I would never steal from Jews. I would never steal from a Jew. I only steal from Goyim. This is a problem, of course, now it's a show. Everybody's Jewish. But there you have to much, be a much bigger lamp than to be a Ghanav. <laughs> but there's plenty of it going on. But you have to be already, it has to be with a much bigger lambdas. It's a lambdas. Here it's not so hard. Anything that, any, any question you have, any Suffolk, you paskin, you make you know why? Because it's a, because Uncle Sam's a guy. It's not Uncle Shmiel. It's Uncle Sam. He's a guy. If it would be Uncle Shmiel, I would never steal from Uncle Shmiel. America exists just to be a place for Jews to be able to have it good. And you know what happened to my father, my grandfather, my mother, my grandmother in the Holocaust? The Goyim don't owe it to us. Goodness, it's not coming to us. So then the Neshama says, what, is the, what does this have to do with, with, the, with the Nazis? Don't start with me. Uh, don't get fancy. They're also it's the same thing because they would do the same things that the Nazis did. So from there, oh, that, that mean that Obama would do the same thing that Hitler did. It's an interesting jump. He would do the same thing. So therefore, you're allowed to go swimming in your new pool that you bought with money that you stole. It doesn't make a difference. It's such a fakumtasvar. All kinds of crazy things. Surfing. Anywhere. Chavshi. You can go anywhere. Das doesn't allow that. The man das kol Das takes even a person that's not a big, smart person. But if you think deeply about something, you think and you come to that truth, you realize, I don't have the choice to steal. The same way I can't eat any Yom Kippur, I can't take somebody's money. I can't go to that, I can't go to that pool. I can't have any enoughness. i got to get rid of this. I can't live this way. That's, that's what Das does. A Molek will not allow that to happen. A Molek comes in that place. Now, we didn't have time to finish it. It's another 15, 20 minutes. The whole Yontif of Purim is our Melchama against this mistake. The whole Yontif of Purim of Adel the highest level of Das, till I don't have to go crazy every time trying to figure things out. I'm set on that place like I can't eat in Yom Kippur. Adel till I don't understand it. I just know that I won't do this. I know that I can't go against Hashem. That's Adel Purim, therefore, had to come down in such a way where on the one hand, Mordechai, Mordechai, knew that it's going to be, knew that this is the way it has to be, that Absolutely. On the other hand, Mordechai went screaming and crying and begging. 
Ridanas to help us to chuva and to make the right choices and to be afraid and to know that the world is a geshet samhoid. It's a very narrow bridge. And if you're not careful, you take one step the wrong way, you're finished. You slip. You, it, 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 you have to be very, very careful. You have to be very careful. Amalek tells a Jew, Amalek tells a Jew that just when you feel like making a big hishtadlis navadis Hashem to do chuva and to cry and to beg Hashem and you want to change, Amalek says, what's the point? Anyway. It's not up to you. Everything is God. It's all on Hagas Ayichud. Then Amalek becomes very firm. And when you feel like having bitachin, and you want to say, look, everything's up to Hashem. Hashem is in your hands. I trust you. Then Amalek comes along and says, what do you mean you trust God? You have to work 14 hours a day. You can't trust God. What are you, some batlin? I know a lot of people that trust a God, and they ended up starving. doesn't let you win. You try to, you try to have bitachin in Hashem. You try to trust in Hashem. Amalek says, Oh, what are you talking about? What about whatever happened about to, uh, to Bechira Chavshis? What happened? You guys believe in Anagaz Amish, but Bechira, Bechira, Bechira. Six days of the week, work on Shabbos too. Then you, then you try, then you, then you, then you make your style list, well, you make your style list, and Amal comes along and says, ah, boy, you, you, anyway, it makes no difference whatever your style list you make, because God's going to do to you whatever he wants to do to you, he's going to get you. It's all V'nahafaychul. Purim is the, is the fixing of that. The Nahafaychu of Purim is to repair that damage, to fix that damage. I'll, I'll just finish a few minutes and meet some next time. Next, uh, Arab Shabbos Zach will finish.